Welcome to The Shift, the podcast that empowers you to make a change in your life and chase your dreams with passion and purpose. If you are tired of feeling stuck in a life that doesn't fulfill you, if you have big dreams and ambitions but struggle to turn them into reality, if you want to break free from self-doubt and limited beliefs, Join us every week to listen to inspiring stories from regular people just like you, actionable insights, and the motivation you need to make the shift towards your own dreams. And please don't forget to share, subscribe, and leave us a review to help spread the message and inspire others. Hey Shifters, welcome to the next episode of our show, The Shift. Today I have a good buddy of mine. Clinic Cullen. He's one of the people that I admire. I admire him because he still has a W2 job, but he is trying to break through, break through into real estate. And he owns a few properties. He's uh, doing a lot of great things right now on how to improve his real estate status, how to get and get in more properties. So I'm really interested into diving into this conversation with him as a lot of people I, that I know is trying to break through into this industry as well. Tini, welcome to the show, brother. Eugene, thank you so much for having me on, man. I know that we've been trying to make this happen for some time and I'm super excited to be here, man. Thank you. I know. Thank you so much. I'm really glad you're here tonight. Thanks, brother. Hey, me too. Yeah, so for for our listeners and viewers that don't know you, maybe you can tell us who you are and what do you do. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll give a quick summary. So my name is uh, Tini Collin. I'm 25 years old. Um, about to turn 26 this year. Like many of your listeners, I've, I've got a passion for real estate. I started my journey uh, two years ago while going to school and working a part-time job, I wholesaled a handful of deals all virtually while living in Vermont. And then I got tired of the cold. (laughs) There's pretty much just ski and snowboarding that you do nine months out of the year. So I decided to move to Charlotte, North Carolina, where I live now and where I invest as well. And I got a sort of a customer service job at the time while still going to school. I was making about $35,000 a year, W-2 at the time, with four mm-hmm. taxes. And the money that I was able to make from wholesaling, I essentially used it as my down payment for my first house. So I was able to qualify, purchase the standard three-bedroom, two-bath in a C-class neighborhood in Gastonia, North Carolina, which I'm not sure if your listeners know, but it's at the time it was the transitioning area. So it was still kind of, um, kind of a rougher part of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to house hack. So I rented out two bedrooms, which at the time was enough to cover the mortgage, but mm-hmm. not enough cash flow. So. I used the space available in my mud room where the washer and dryer were. And I slept there for a year. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. 
That was tough, man. <laughs> had to do what I had to do, right? So I rented out my third bedroom, saved up enough money to buy my second house in Charlotte, North Carolina, mm-hmm. which I live in now. Then I have a bedroom, so I graduated. Uh, nice. So I moved out of that house. I converted that mudroom where I was sleeping into a bedroom. But now the house is a four-bedroom, two-bath. And I'm now renting out each room in that house. And I just realized that scaling uh, single family was a nightmare. And I created systems and processes to target off-market multifamily properties within the five unit to 40 unit range in the uh, Carolinas. And four months into making that switch, I uh, have officially purchased my very first multifamily property where I plan on uh, taking the property full cycle within five years. Nice. Clear a few things up for our listeners, right? So, because people may may not know what wholesaling is or house hacking is or commercial properties, what commercial properties are. So just to summarize real quick, so wholesaling is where you're take a contract, you're not buying a property, you assign it to someone else and you're making money on that spread. If you get the contract for 40K, you assign it to someone for 50K, you're making $10,000. Correct. Right? And yeah. the house hacking is you buy a house, you live in that house, but what Colin, what the Mr. Colin just mentioned, uh, he rented out the other bedrooms to other people or you can buy a duplex, right? two units, you can live in one unit and rent out another one. And you're making, basically you're making money by renting either other units out mm-hmm. in the same by other rooms out in the same unit where you live or you're renting the other units out in the same house where you live, right? Absolutely. And that's how you make, that's how you basically live for free. Because your tenants are paying you money and you pay mortgage for those money. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing, man. And both of those strategies are great ways to get started in real estate. You hear me mention it a lot, right? Home selling is a great way to get started to build up that capital and to learn the acquisition side of real estate. And then house hacking is a great way. I think I've heard people call it, it's like, a landlording on training wheels. <laughs> no, because you're learning how to be a landlord while living. That's so good. This is so good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for the quick intro, Danny. Yes, sir. So I was curious, what made you look into real estate? Why not something else? Absolutely. What got me originally interested in it and it wasn't like necessarily so clear at the beginning that I wanted to do real estate, right? I graduated from college. I was super, like I had no direction on what I wanted to do after college. And to me, right? Like I was just always thought to, Hey, go to school, get a job, retire after 50 years or whatever. And so after graduating from my undergrad, I started studying to get into my master's degree. I was working odd jobs here and there, 
And my older brother gave me the book Rich Dad Poor Dad. Right. And while reading Rich Dad Poor Dad, and it's funny, it's it's not like necessarily a real estate book, but it mentioned a realistic strategy within the book. Mm-hmm. And that right there is what sparked my interests into that into digging more into the real estate business. Mm-hmm. And nice. that was it, man. It, it was just reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Thank God that my older brother gave me the book. And then from there, I started doing research, and the rest is history. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's incredible. Like, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I think it's one of the fundamental books that I think everyone should read. Yeah. And I know that it did change my course of thinking into things that I wanted to do. Absolutely. So that's a great mind shift. That book is a great mind shift. Absolutely. And I'm sure that you and your audience can definitely relate to, to me, real estate was always about having control over my life. That's of income. It's that simple. I, I wanted to be able to do what I want to do and to be able to provide the things that I, that I want to provide for me, my family, and my friends. Yeah. That's great. This is absolutely great. And one and real estate vehicle is uh, one of those things that you can actually do that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. What was, uh, so I'm curious, when we go back to the moment of you realizing like, hey, real estate, this is the thing that I wanted to do. What was the biggest limited belief that you had at that time that you had to conquer? Oh, where do I start? Let's start from the beginning. Limiting <laughs> beliefs. Uh, one, money, right? How am I able to buy real estate if I don't have any money? And all these limiting beliefs that I'm telling you now, I've definitely broken past it, but money was what was what partnership was another. And those are really the main ones because I always knew that in real estate, it, it takes partnerships to get deals done and it takes money. And my ability to right? my knowledge, right? Cause you have to understand when you get started into anything, right? And for me, when I got started into real estate, I didn't have the knowledge. <laughs> so I, I didn't know anything. Don't know much about something new that you're getting into. It's hard to feel confident that you're going to be successful in doing it. Right. And you combine the inexperience with not having money and not having the relationships, man. <laughs> Right? It's like, do I even want to do this? But I think you're the same way as well. Like, I'm, I'm a very ambitious guy. And when I want to do something, I, I, I do it. <laughs> so, cool. So, how did you sort of pass that line? I don't have any education. I don't have any money. I don't have any partnerships. Okay. So, where did you start? Where did you start? It seems like it's like 
a triangle, right? In one corner, you have relationships. In one, you have money. In another, you have education, right? So where did you start and how did you start? Education was number one. <laughs> All right. Education was number one. That's a really good question, right? Because you have to start somewhere. And I started educating myself, man. YouTube a lot of videos about wholesaling. And it wasn't right. just wholesaling. It was learning to the acquisition game, how to talk to sellers, how to negotiate, how to mm -hmm. underwrite a deal, how to run numbers. So I really educated yeah. myself, man. Podcast to this day. I make a... Like one of my goals for this year is to read a hundred books. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, networking. I really ed like started educating myself about this game, real estate. And that's where I started. And then from there, that made it easier to get the other two, right? The other two side of the triangle that we talked about, right? Money and relationships that I first took was relationships. So I started networking with other people that were wholesaling. I started networking with other people that were buying single family homes. And then that made it much easier to understand, okay, here's how you're able to get money, right? Which is wholesaling, which is how I, I eventually got capital to put as down payments for my first house. See, so it was definitely a process, but, um, yeah. That was my process. That seems very simple, right? <laughs> but yeah. uh, it's, it's so powerful, right? Mm -hmm. It's simple, but yet powerful. That's awesome. You mentioned, you mentioned that you went on YouTube and started learning about wholesaling. For people that may be interested in how to do wholesaling, do you have any recommendations? Maybe besides YouTube or maybe like one YouTube channel that you're really like that you think other people would like, like what is the one educational resource that you may recommend to our listeners and viewers? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, there were two guys that inspired me for wholesaling. One was Max Maxwell and the other guy was, uh, Max Maxwell is, uh, was a huge component of my education when it came to wholesaling. Uh, Max Maxwell is a, is a real estate wholesaler residential here in North Carolina, actually. And he has right now, like he doesn't talk about it much, but he has a lot of videos. Like if you go to his YouTube channel, he has a lot of videos that goes back two years ago where he mm -hmm a lot of real of wholesaling strategies, right? How to find sellers, how to find deals, how to skip trades, things like that. And so I would highly recommend anybody that wants to get into wholesaling to look at his channel because it's very valuable. Nice. Okay, cool. Well, there you have it guys. So if you do want to start, if you do want to start in real estate and if you want to start wholesaling, right? Max Maxwell could be a great resource. Thank you, Tini. Yes, sir. Awesome. I'm curious, what's driving you? What's driving you to achieve this goal that you have? What is your why? 
absolutely a couple things, but I think my main why is my mom. Your mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to be able to provide her with she deserves because she has made a lot of sacrifices for me and my family growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, coming from the background that I come from in Congo, right, which is the poorest country in the world. Um, the fact that she was able to strategically help us move out of Congo and provide us with the opportunities of a better lifestyle mm-hmm. right, while making the sacrifices that she made along the way, right, to pay for our school, to pay for everything else, that's the least that I can do, right? And so the main reason why I want to be successful with the real estate, by success, I mean being able to, well, provide myself with a certain amount of income is so that I can use that income to provide her with the lifestyle that she wants. That way she doesn't have to worry about money because that was always the big thing growing up. Money, money, money is always a problem. If I'm able to make that not a problem for her, that she can focus on things that she really wants. You know what I mean? So, totally. Totally. No, I think it's great. It's so important. It's so important to have this why, right? Because this why is driving us to that specific goal, right? Like, you need to have a, it's like a meaning, right? In your life, right? That you want to get to. So that's pretty cool, man. She must be really proud of you. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> is she here? Is she? Uh, is she in the US? Yeah, she lives in in uh, Vermont. Okay. Yeah, and I'm trying to get her to move to North Carolina because she's tired of the cold too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I hope you'll be able to make it. Yes, sir. Me too. <laughs> to make that happen. Yeah, nice. So let's go back for a second to that triangle, right? Relationship, money, and education. How did you start making the right relationships that could help you move things forward? Good question. So very, very basic starts to my networking journey began when I joined Facebook groups. I joined a bunch of about real estate Facebook groups at the time. Real estate investor Facebook groups. And I started like observing who were the, the individuals that were, that had the biggest activity, right? As far as deal flow or just the biggest like activity when it came to their business. And I started reaching out to them, right? I wanted to schedule calls, right, to understand more about them. And as a wholesaler, right, I also wanted to provide them deals, right? Hey, what's your criteria? What are you looking for? Things like that. And mm-hmm. I did this in bigger pockets too. Bigger pockets is another platform to mention, but that was huge in my networking journey. I connected with a lot of people there and 
those individuals that I connected with on Bigger Pockets were not just wholesalers. They were people buying apartment buildings at the time, people buying large portfolios at the time. So that helped me understand, oh, like I don't just have to wholesale. I, I, I can actually buy things on my own too and own properties instead of just selling them off. And yeah, man, it, it, it was really connecting with people online, scheduling calls, and then going to my local meetups as well. Mm -hmm. um, meetups have been huge in my life. Mm -hmm. And I can't even say that enough, Eugene. Like, it has literally changed my life. Like, the people that I have met, just at going to meetups, man, it, it's crazy how it works. Like you, like, you just go to a meetup and you meet somebody that either becomes your business partner or you meet somebody that introduces you to somebody who's going to change your life. So meetups were also a huge, to this day, huge component of my success. <laughs> so it sounds like between Facebook groups, bigger pockets, platform, and meetups, local meetups, actually local meetups was the big influence. Absolutely. The biggest influence. Yes. Okay. If you were to put this in order, it would be local meetups, mm -hmm. bigger packets, Facebook groups, or Facebook groups, bigger packets. Local meetups for sure. That's number one. Okay. And then I would say bigger pockets played a bigger. No, actually, Facebook played a bigger real estate investing Facebook groups second, and then okay. bigger pockets. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Okay. So, yeah, guys, so if you do want to start with, like, how to start, this is the road to success. She just laid it out for you. Go to meetups, join Facebook groups, and go to bigger podcast platform. This is, like, great suggestions. Thank you. Guys, get out from your house, because in your house, you won't find really anything, right? So if you want to succeed, you need to go out of your house and meet people. And explore. And explore. Even if you're an introvert, right? You have to take courage, guys. Take courage, go out, meet people. I think you'll be surprised at what direction it can lead you. Like, this is what Justine, this is what Justine said. You don't know who you meet, who you get introduced to, right? And you don't know that person that you will meet can change your life like he changed in his life. Yeah. That's incredible, man. That, that's absolutely amazing. Would you consider yourself an introvert? That's a good question. Yeah. I think. I think I was more introvert before than I am now. I would probably right now would not consider myself a, a complete introvert. I do like to talk to people. I do like connecting. I do like talking to people. I do like connecting with people, networking. And yeah, that's a great question. Man. I don't think I am right now. But I was, I think I was definitely a very shy person. Yeah. Maybe like 
in my middle school years. And you still are? You have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to. Yeah. And how? So, question for you. How, being an introvert, how are you actually making the steps towards connecting with others? Yeah. So, I actually have a few strategies for this, Eugene. My first one, like, let's say that I go to an event, like a live, like a live event, right? A big conference or a small meetup. I make it a point to talk to the first person that I see. Okay. <laughs> nice. And I always tell this to people, right? Like, if you just do it, if you just get started, you don't think about it. You're, you're going to start getting into a rhythm, right? Where it's getting mm-hmm. more comfortable, the more people you speak to. So if I go to a conference and a large conference where a lot of people are there, I just go to the first person that I see and I say, Hey, mm-hmm. and I introduce myself. Shake my head. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, yeah. you you mentioned easy. For some people, it's still kind of a little bit difficult, right? Yeah. If people are introverts and they play in their mind that, hey, I'm going to go to the event, I'm going to shake hand of the first person I meet, mm-hmm. right? And then they go to the event, they see that person, they're like, um, probably not. <laughs> so that's <laughs> it. Did yeah, man. Takes time. Takes time. <laughs> what would be your advice to people on how to make that first step? Like, I you can play in your mind like lots of different scenarios, right? But when it comes to reality, people may freeze. Right. What would be your advice to people that are introverts, but they need to go out and meet people? Like, how do you think they would need to do it? Yeah. So if going to a conference and introducing yourself to the first person that you see is difficult, I would say starting slowly, right? Because being an introvert is very hard, especially in the real estate business, because man, like you just have to network. <laughs> it's simple as that. You have to network. So if going to live events is, is difficult, join local real estate groups and connect with people via phone call. Like it doesn't have to be a video conversation. Right. It doesn't have to be a Zoom call. It doesn't have to be any video conferencing. You can just connect people okay. or if you don't, or if that's scary as well, connect with people via messaging, message people, but you have to at least join a certain group or organization where like-minded people that you're looking to either be like, or roll with, you have to be within that sphere. Right, that's fear of influence. You have to be within the rule and start slow. Message people first or get on the call. And yeah. That's a great advice. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great advice. You know, it's like if you can't meet people for the first time, like Tina just mentioned, connect with them via Facebook Messenger. 
schedule a conversation over the phone and then perhaps schedule a meetup with that person, right? I graduated slowly yeah. from Messenger to shaking hands. Me there. <laughs> to shaking hands. I love it. Love it. Love it, man. This is good. This is awesome. What would be, I know we talked about lots of different, you mentioned lots of different tips in our conversation, but what would be, what do you think is number, what would you recommend to our viewers and listeners today so they could take their first actually step into the direction that they want to, to live lives on their own terms. What would be, what do you think would be that specific tip, one tip that you could share with our listeners or viewers? Yeah. To take the step into the life that they want. Yes, sir. Regardless of what it is. Okay. Yeah. I would definitely say education. You have to educate yourself regardless of what you want to accomplish, right? Uh, you mm -hmm. have to educate yourself, but even further than that, I think it's, uh, you have to have a clear vision, right? We have to have a clear vision of what that perfect life looks like, right? Imagine yourself, close your eyes, imagine yourself. <laughs> seeing what that life looks like right? and then work backwards from there, work backwards, mm. analyze what needs to be done because for every step that you're going to see that needs to be done, you're going to have to educate yourself on how to do those things, right? Once you educate yourself, then it's networking with the people that will help you get to each of those steps. And this is so good. Yeah. This is so good. This is so good. This is awesome. Just to summarize, you know, visualize the goal. Yes. Go, go backwards, create the steps to get to that goal and connect with people that can help you get to that goal. Yeah. Uh, this is so awesome, man. Yeah, man. This is, this is incredible. And it's really that simple. I think if you talk to the most successful people in our planets, they will tell you that like you first have to see where you're going, you have to feel, taste, hear what it looks like to be where you want to be and work backwards from there and then educate yourself every step of the way. That's awesome. Very cool. Love it, man. Love it. Well, what is your biggest goal? Where do you want to be? Yeah. And I wrote it uh, here, my daily action plan to... 100 units. So that's definitely something that I would like to accomplish by the end of this year. <laughs> okay. Nice. And I have a bunch of goals. Um, I would like to be more in tune with my spiritual self this year. And these are just personal goals. I want to be more in tune with my spiritual self. I want to be able to donate some more to the causes that I believe in. I want to be able to retire my mom mm -hmm. and, um, I also want to become more, more healthy. Right? Like I want to be more healthy because I think that plays a big role into the way that I think, right? My mindset, 
which is eventually translates into business. Right. So if I'm able to accomplish those things, it's going to translate to business, which my business goals is one to get a 100 units by the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Also would like to be a limited partner as well into non-accredited ventures, much bigger deals, like a hundred units and up. And I want to develop more, more, uh, partnerships. I want to develop more business partnerships with the individuals that, that will be able to help me into my goals, but I'll also be able to help them into their goals. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to develop whole win relationships and continuing to educate myself this year is a huge component as well. And I think we, mm-hmm. we mentioned that very well today. I, I want to continue educating myself, but not just in real estate, right? In business as well, right? How to buy businesses. I really want to learn that because as we see multifamily now is getting a bit too saturated, right? And so I think buying businesses valleys bigger opportunity to still get the positive returns that we're looking for. So nice. Well, That's very cool. And I also want to go back to, to Congo, Africa, where I'm from, mm. because there's a, there's a lot of opportunities in Congo as well. I would say that. Africa as a country is, is a wholesale deal. It's a very interesting angle. Yeah. It's a wholesale deal. Interesting. I think that's, that could be like a whole different conversation yeah. about the, how, how could people take advantage like of I wouldn't say advantage, like how would people look at Africa as a way to improve Africa, mm-hmm. but also, but also probably make money along the way and give those money away to different charities or do whatever people want to do with those money, right? Yeah. 100%. And how they can help other people who, live, who actually live in Africa. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, and again, you're right. Like that's another conversation, but there's a lot of angles that can be taken with how the current state of Africa is like people can, can either use the resources there to help themselves and others, or like we hear about is people can take advantage of those resources for that thing. But I'm definitely looking to move back to Congo within the next five years. And okay. on different um, business ventures there, because a lot of the in, the simple infrastructure that we see here, like real estate, mm-hmm. for example, isn't over there. So mm-hmm. if you build, for example, five houses and give them like internet or like a community pool or something, that's something that's not seen over there, right? Mm-hmm. So the basics that we see here isn't over there. So there's a lot more opportunities back home. Oh, interesting. Take advantage of. Yeah. I mean, uh, it sounds like an interesting uh, way of uh, helping people in Africa to get a good quality of life by providing real estate and building communities. Yeah. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Let's connect about this offline. Anyone want to talk to you about it as well. <laughs> That was awesome.
that that was so great for people like i usually have a final i usually have a fun round for every conversation and i would like to ask you a few questions so our listeners and viewers can get to know you a little bit better okay let's do it all right so i have about four or five questions you know think fast try to think fast (laughs) ready all right let's do it so let's go back for a second to elementary or middle school years what was what did the younger version of teeny look like at that time man all over the place (laughs) (laughs) do tell more yeah (laughs) very to this day i'm very adventurous i grew up in three different continents right so i have seen a lot of different cultures which is great yeah very adventurous very troublemaker adhd okay all right yeah all right so cool <laughs> looks like we can have another podcast where you can tell us probably a little bit more about how you 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 were you were a troublemaker yeah man that's gonna be a long podcast <laughs> I think we have time. <laughs> we'll have time. <laughs> what is your favorite go-to Halloween costume? Ooh, I like this one. Favorite go-to Halloween costume. I'm a huge soccer fan, and every time I dressed for Halloween, it's been wearing my Lionel Messi jersey. So, all right. I'm a messy fan through and through, and that's literally my costume every year is a messy. All right. Cool. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> Have you taken a picture of yourself every year and sent the picture to Messi? Not to Messi, but I can send it to you, man. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Those are the, yeah, I want to see it. I got you. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, right, so next one. So if in 100 years, science fails to save us and all that is left is a book about your life, what would the title be and what would the blurb tell us about Tini Cullen? Yeah, the title would definitely be something along the lines like failing to success. Failing to success. Failing to success. Um, because I fail every single day in life. But I also use those failures to succeed in life. And so I think that's definitely a worthy story, right? Highlighting my failures and highlighting every failure that I have gone through in life and how it's actually benefited me into accomplishing the things that I want to accomplish. I think that's a great lesson. For that's, I would have to, man, I definitely would have to get you back on the podcast to talk about failures yeah. and how they can actually lead to success. Yeah. I think it's going to be incredible. Yes, like, we'll put something on book. Yeah, <laughs> we'll put something in books. So I think that's a great, it's a great topic. Yes, yeah, so that's going to be another long podcast too. If we talk about failures, not only mine, but yours as well, because I'm sure that we've gone through some stuff. But hey, that's the reason why we're ambitious, right? Because we keep on accomplishing good things because of it. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And last question. 
If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Billboard? Man, this is a good question. <laughs> Think about this on a billboard with anything. Yeah, I know. It's like, this question is a little bit on the thinking side, but <laughs> we'll, I'll, I'll improve my questions to make it more fun. In the thinking, honestly, it would just be a picture of like won't even be to like sell anything it would just be like a picture of me that says smile more <laughs> smile more hey i love it that's i think it's important yeah <laughs> smile more awesome love it man hey we just see my that big big bald head my big smile <laughs> smile more yeah, we'll, yeah i mean hey brother i think we are together on this <laughs> see bald guys do it better man that's what i know from facts i couldn't agree more <laughs> thanks so much for coming in it was a pleasure of having these people want to connect with you right and ask you any question that they want like how to how to start with the wholesale right or how to build relationships or where to get money mm -hmm. or where to get the messy t-shirt <laughs> how could they connect with you so text so you can text me directly my cell phone number is 980-312-2444 uh, you can okay. also reach out to me on facebook tiny colin and instagram tiny underscore colin uh, to message me directly. And if you want to follow my real estate journey, it's Colin Estates, all in one word. I post my, my journeys, my successes and my failures in my, uh, Colin Estates page. I also have a Facebook group called failing to success and multifamily. I'm not as consistent in, in posting on there, but when I do post, I highlight my journey and what I'm up to in real estate. Awesome. And we're going to put those things in our show notes. So you guys won't miss anything what just Tini said. And yeah, please do connect with him. Great guy. Great, great guy to, to build relationships with. And he's going to be willing to give you any information you guys need to succeed in your life. Mm -hmm. Doesn't hold back. Doesn't hold back. Doesn't. It just, if you want to just have a chat and find out what he's up to, feel free to connect with him. Tini, thank you so much for coming in again. It was a pleasure. Eugene, thank you, man. I honestly really, really had fun. Like this was a nice conversation and. I think you asked really, really good questions and uh, really enjoyed uh, coming on. And I look forward for the next one. Absolutely. We'll do it. We'll do it. Absolutely. I think we have a few topics to talk about. <laughs> Lots of fights. <laughs> Thank you so much, brother. Thank you, brother. Talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Bye. Bye. We hope that today's episode has inspired you to take action towards building the life you've always wanted. 
Don't forget to leave us a review, share, and subscribe to our podcast for more empowering stories, actionable insights, and motivation to help you make the shift towards your own dreams. Thanks again for listening to The Shift.